Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Every now and then I see a story where I go, well, I, I've kind of heard of that, but not quite that variation. So here's a story straight from the uh, Maryland Attorney General's office. George sent it. Thanks a lot. The Attorney General joins bipartisan coalition opposing no-poach hiring agreements. Coalition files amicus brief as part of ongoing work to protect workers from unlawful anti-competitive labor practices. What we're talking about here is the idea that you go to work for somebody and they say, oh, by the way, uh, if you're going to be working here, if you quit, you cannot go work for a competitor or simply compete against us for a period of time. And so that non-compete agreement is something that I've heard of before. It's just I've never heard of it in this particular industry. Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch joined a bipartisan coalition of 21 AGs filing an amicus brief challenging anti-competitive no-poach provisions for low-wage workers, which were used by McDonald's <laughs> in its franchise agreements to restrict the rights of workers to move from one McDonald's to another. So you go to work at McDonald's. They say, oh, by the way, by the way, if we hire you, you can't go work for a competitor. Even if they're going to pay you more money or even if they're closer to your home or anything. You simply can't go work for a competitor. And they call that a no-poach agreement. It's a non-compete agreement. But the point is, McDonald's? The workers in this case, on behalf of a nationwide class of McDonald's employees, contend that until 2017, McDonald's required all McDonald's franchisees to sign agreements that contained a provision prohibiting them from hiring workers who worked for any McDonald's restaurant currently or in the prior six months. Now here, the agreement is with the franchises, but they're making the franchises sign an agreement saying that if someone comes to you and says, hey, I want to work for you, you got to ask them, have you worked at another McDonald's in the last six months? If so, I can't hire you. The attorneys general argue that such agreements violate federal antitrust laws and interfere with workers' ability to seek better employment, opportunities, wages, and benefits. No poach agreements limit job opportunities, mobility, and earning potential of employees, says the Attorney General. In this case, we're asserting that McDonald's use of these agreements violated federal laws and harmed their workers. The coalition is asking an appeals court to reverse a lower court's decision siding with McDonald's and against the workers. So one court has already said, eh, makes sense. <laughs> the brief notes that in recent years, state attorneys general across the U.S., have focused on antitrust violations in labor markets and that enforcement actions against companies that use such agreements have led to higher wages for workers. The attorneys general argued the lower court's ruling in this case would sharply limit their ability to combat the no-poach agreements. The brief builds on attorney general's uh, efforts to advocate for workers and fight unlawful employment practices, including joining a multi-state settlement with four other fast food franchisers that had similar no-poach agreements, but have, in fact, decided to uh, stop that. So the Attorney General here was joined in filing the brief by the Attorneys General of California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, District of Columbia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Washington. Michigan's not on the list, and that might be one of the reasons why I've not heard of this. Either that might not exist here, or it might be that it's never gotten litigated here, or it just simply not showed up on the radar of our AG. But I've mentioned before, and I've been asked about this before, 
And that is that there are some industries in particular, but some companies famously will make you sign a non-compete agreement when you go to work for them. And it's very similar to an NDA non-disclosure agreement. But the non-compete says that if you come work for us and you leave, you promise for a period of time and quite often for a geographical region not to compete against us for a period of time. And courts have said that those are enforceable so long as they are reasonable. And quite often, it hinges on the nature of the work and what the employer is going to give you during your work there. Not just salary, but knowledge, information, confidential information like, like customer lists, proprietary information such as like formulas for paint. Okay, And so I can give you an example, and, and that would be uh, I go to work at a radio station in Detroit. Okay, so I'm working at a radio station in Detroit. I'm the morning man. I'm rocking it. Steve in the morning. <laughs> and uh, the radio station puts up billboards up and down all the freeways in and around southeastern Michigan. They run ads on television. They run ads in the newspaper. <laughs> and while they're doing that, they're building up my brand. So one day, a competitor comes along and goes, hey, Steve, come work for us. We'll pay you a little bit more. And now, if I jump ship and go to the competitor for a little more money, I'm benefiting from all the goodwill that was created for me by my previous employer. So it's not uncommon in radio that they'll say, if you're working for us, you agree that should you stop working for us, you cannot work in this market for a period of time. And it might just be six months. But it's long enough, they hope, to make people forget about all those billboards that were up. And I've seen this in other industries. I've also seen it when it involves sales. So a salesman comes and works for a company. And they say, by the way, you got to sign a non-compete. And he goes, why? And they go, because the first thing we're going to do on day one is hand you a customer list. We're going to hand you a piece of paper, might be several pages, that lists all of the people who buy our product. And so you're going to find out who we sell our stuff to. And you're going to find out what we charge. So obviously, if you work here for six months or a year and you gain all that information, one of our competitors can simply call you up and go, oh, want to come work for us? We'll pay you a little more. And you go work for them and you walk out the door carrying the client lists and all the contracts, and, you know, all the information and that's extremely valuable information that they're giving you. And they're giving it to you so you can do your job. And so I've had people sign these agreements. And then later they come to me and say, Steve, I signed this. Is this enforceable? And under Michigan law, the courts have addressed this many, many times. Under Michigan law, they say that, that the agreement is enforceable, particularly as long as it's reasonable with respect to the time frame and the region. So if it says you cannot practice your profession in North America for 10 years, it's unenforceable. Obviously, you'd have to change professions or, or, or stop working for 10 years. Uh, if it says you cannot work in the state of Michigan for 20 years, probably unenforceable. But if they say you cannot work in this tri-county area for six months, enforceable. They're going to say, well, that, that makes sense considering what the information you get handed to. And by the way... They may also hand you proprietary information. And if you sign a non-disclosure agreement, which says that you cannot disclose the information you learn while working there, which is separate from a non-compete agreement. 
And it depends on what kind of job you're going into. But you almost always hear about these only at the level of like executives or salespeople in very specialized industries. And so when you hear about a McDonald's worker <laughs> who is being uh, controlled at some level by an agreement between the franchises, and that's a little different because they're not asking the workers to sign the non-compete. They're asking the franchise operators to sign the non-compete uh, or the, yeah, the, 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 the working agreement. And that's a little different in one respect, but it actually has the exact same effect. So when the court looks at whether this is lawful or not, they're going to look at it and go, okay, does it make sense? And, and, and who does it benefit? And who does it harm? And keep in mind that there are statutes in most states uh, and there are federal statutes on competition in business. And so generally speaking, businesses are supposed to compete in a capitalistic manner for trying to do as well as they can and make as much money as they can, et cetera, et cetera. And when a couple companies get together and agree that we're all going to do a certain thing here to benefit all of us somehow, and it's going to only hurt workers or consumers or something like that, then you start looking at the antitrust stuff. And that's what they're saying here is that when the franchises get together and agree that if someone comes to work for me, they cannot work for you and vice versa, uh, it gives us better control over the workers and also makes it that someone cannot offer a worker a little more money to come work for them, which is normally what would happen in a workplace. So let's suppose that there are five restaurants scattered about an area, five of them, and they're all independently owned and operated. They're not run by the same company. So one restaurant has got a full slate of workers, and one restaurant a couple miles over is underemployed. They don't have enough workers. They're having problems getting workers. So the owner wakes up one morning and says, screw it, I'm raising wages. I'm going to go above market rate to get workers here. And so he announces, I am now raising wages substantially to get workers. Well, people will come apply for jobs, except for the ones at the other restaurant who can't come over because there's an agreement placing this guy cannot hire these people. And you can see why that's a problem. So the Attorney General of Maryland says, I think that's wrong. And so do the AGs from a whole ton of other states. But I, you know, I've already noted that one court has already said, no, this is perfectly fine. <laughs> So we'll see what happens, but I suspect if they take it up a little higher, that could change. So this is going on right now. This is just going on right now. I know there's a reference to 2017 as being when this first hit somebody's radar, but I suspect it's been litigating the whole time. And with the COVID delays in court, it might just be coming to a head right now. But uh, this uh, press release is dated November 10th, 2022. So press release, George sent it to me, thanks a lot. Attorney General joins bipartisan coalition opposing the no-poach hiring agreements, particularly in the industry of McDonald's. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Never trust an atom. They make up everything.